All right, and welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Empowering Intuitives Talk Show. Tonight with me is international medium, uh, Reverend Ter Tamarishka, and she is from Ontario, Canada, and also has a home in Lilydale, New York. She is a registered medium at Lilydale, the largest spiritualist community in the world. Hi, welcome. And she also um, is internationally certified as a master teacher and has worked in um, doing teachings in Canada, United States, England, and Scotland. It's such a pleasure to see you and welcome. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I just love seeing you. I just love oh. seeing you. Never mind, never mind this whole thing. I just love seeing you. It's contagious. <laughs> It has been. It has been. You know, we met at Fellowships of the Spirit and, you know, we just connected and you're such a talented medium and such a beautiful soul. So it's such a pleasure to have you on here tonight. So thank you so much for coming. Thank and I'm you. so excited about this topic that you're passionate about, speaking your truth. And we're going to talk about what does that mean? How do you speak your truth? How do you walk your walk and mm -hmm. talk your talk? And, you know, different ways that um, we can do that. Hi, Dawn. Welcome. Thanks for coming, my dear. And there's a fellow friend and medium, Dawn. Is that Dawn Marie? Dawn Balak. No, oh, Dawn, Dawn Balak. Oh, my yes. gosh. <laughs> Dawn, one, one, one. <laughs> so wonderful to have you. So why don't we get this started and let's talk about really what is, what does it mean? Um, what do you think it means when we talk about speaking your truth? Ooh, so speaking your truth. Okay, so this big. Um, yes. We should have a complimentary mega teapot for everybody for this conversation. Um, so speaking your truth, being authentic, essentially under an umbrella of being professional. Mm -hmm. um, being a professional medium is a big responsibility. You are essentially holding people's lives and the results of their decisions in your hands. It is not your job to put, forgive me for saying it, but the almighty dollar first before the benefit of the client and the reading. You are not only serving the client, you are also serving spirit. And beyond serving the client and spirit, you are serving their family mm -hmm. because you are essentially, your job is to bring forward healing, answers, whether it be closure, love, comfort, knowledge to the person who has come to you who then is the whole intention of a proper professional reading is for people to leave feeling better than when they first arrived. Agreed. And when they go home feeling that way, the people who live with them also benefit from that, seeing whether it be the healing or future spiritual exploration, um, a journey ahead of them because of the reading. But it's it's what comes out of your mouth. Yeah. You know, people sure. don't realize, you know, the message does not belong to you as a medium. So you do not have permission to hold back information. Mm -hmm. But it's all in the presentation. Correct. It's all in the words you choose. And 
there are, you know, five ways to say something. And then there's the professional, compassionate, and loving way to say something. Absolutely. And, you know, you also have a responsibility, in, um, in my opinion, to respect the client's wishes. You don't know what the client has been through. You don't know what they've experienced in life. And before I start a reading, and also during the reading, I say to them, do you want to know everything? Because spirit could come forward, sure, with an apology, but maybe they're not ready to hear it. And that's interesting because I, I agree with you. I think that, you know, part of being in your authentic self is, you know, living your truth and speaking mm -hmm. your truth. And, you know, it's just interesting. I'm going to play a little devil's advocate. I do agree that, um, you know, the message is we're just the, the vessel for Absolutely. the divine to bring um, forth. And I think some people maybe don't think about the intent behind it. And mm -hmm. yes, it's great. You can get information all day long, but is it healing? And you and I agree on that. We come from the same school of thought that yes. the messages need to come from a divine center. And when it comes from the divine in that light, it is for healing, you know? Yes, it is. Um, and I think it was interesting that you put that spin on there that um, you have to respect the client. And I know that, you know, and I was just listening to John Edwards earlier, who says, if, um, if he respects the spirit on the other side, and if that spirit wants to come forth, whether the sitter wants to hear from them or not, he will stop the reading if they refuse to hear spirit from the other side. And I thought that was very interesting because he's respecting that side, maybe a little more than this side, but it, I think, I think you're both right. I think you have to respect both sides of the veil. And if someone's not ready to hear a message, then you can maybe find a, a beautiful way to deliver That's it right. and say, maybe you're not ready to hear it now, but they really want to bring this information across and just yep. set it and forget it and realize it has nothing to do with you. And, but it is all in the way that you do that and the way that you show your compassion and love for both sides of the veil, I think is, is vital in um you know how you deliver messages absolutely sure. and my business motto is professionalism compassion and respect to those both living and in spirit oh perfect <laughs> you, you have a responsibility to both sides and part of being in spirit is realizing that you have to evolve you have, you know, as we spiritualists, as ministers, you know, ministers of spiritualism, we know that eternal progress is open to every soul in the here and the hereafter. And because of that, if someone here is not ready to hear from spirit who has possibly done damage, it also lets spirit know the magnitude of what they did. But it also, in turn... Um, you can't do further damage because people here still have to live. It's just like my opinion of funerals. I think that funerals are for the living. They're not for the people that pass. They don't, they're on the other side having a great old time. They could care less. It's, it's all for us, the color of flowers and, and what song is played and what comes first and who goes last and everything, all this other stuff. I mean, that's for the people who are grieving. Right, right. I think the other, I think people that have passed 
um, attend their funerals. I, I've yeah. seen them. I think that they yep. care and they're there for their loved ones. And yes. it, because it's such an emotional hit and it's such a humanness that they go through, but I agree they're, they're over there and you know, they, they begin to process and process this lifetime and, and heal. And it, it's, they may miss being human sometimes, yes. or they miss their loved ones because they're still family, but yeah, they're over there doing their thing, having they're fun, growing, thing. learning. Absolutely. And I tell you what, that's one of my absolute favorite things when I give a reading and a loved one comes forth and the person that I'm reading for says, but I don't really remember them like that. And I say, but doesn't that show how they've grown? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh yeah. And to see that continuity of life, but to see them give evidence of what mm -hmm. they were like when they were here and then to give evidence of how they've grown and they've, sh they've changed and they've, they've just shifted things and let go of things. Mm -hmm. That to me is the most absolutely beautiful thing that happens in a reading. It's amazing. And to yeah. see, you know, when somebody says, um, I really, you know, I don't know if I'm ready to hear from them. Um, as long as they don't bring up too much, as long as you don't bring up too much stuff, I'm willing to hear what they might have to say. And when you give that message of, um, you know, whether it be apology or acknowledgement of where they went wrong and um, affirming what the um, client may have experienced and that um, them hearing, for example, that spirit is admitting, I did you wrong. I not only did you wrong, I know I made you sad. And I'm taking responsibility for that now. And I am so sorry. You know, leaps and bounds. It, it had on both sides, on both sides of the veil. Maria has a comment here that says, my boyfriend won't go to a funeral because he says they won't be at mine. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> So he has a funny sense of humor about death and a lot of us that. do trying to process it. And Noelle says, my stepsister has, has no funeral and I hope she was too embarrassed on the other to notice how this side didn't honor her contributions. Well, you know, Noelle, I think that um, once you shift over into the other side, um, a lot of the human things like that fade away and mm -hmm. you are in such just being on in my near death experience if it's anything like that when you completely transition you are so in, enveloped in love and light and so much compassion it just makes you like i just weeped i mean it's just so overpowering all of the humanness and in a such a beautiful way and you know the contributions don't matter. It's not the e that's ego. That that's that fades that's away. human ego. Yeah, that absolutely. Fades away. Yep. Yeah, that's human ego. It's the material world needs the verification and the yeah. acknowledgement. That is essentially. I'm not saying ego like in not a nice person. Right. Our right. personality, a personality, spiritually speaking, is also considered an ego, and um, we um we are all victims of our own feelings when we're in the physical but when we're you have to remember we're spirit beings mm -hmm. having a physical experience we are not humans first that become spirit we are spirit we come here for a workation 
and then we go back to spirit. <laughs> I like it's, it's a no stay thing, but we go back to our natural form. It's like any um, temporary job or project or a, a project team you're on. You modify how you work so that everybody can work in conjunction with each other. But then when you leave that team, you go back to what, what is comfortable for you and how you work on your own. For sure. Just my little my little take on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like that workstation. <laughs> it's a workstation, yeah. Oh yeah, I love it. Workstation, yeah. Yeah, I mean we're here to play and grow and all of that. Mm. And you know, so I love that um, we can tie a little bit about your authentic self and standing in your truth. Yeah. And so when we let's apply that to readings. To yes. me, that equates integrity. And by that, you know, I go back to, is it kind? Is it helpful? You know, is it respectful? And, you know, I've had a lot of different kinds of readings over the years. And some I'm like, oh, they're not using, you know, like some of them are less than kind, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and it's back into that delivery. And, but sometimes I think some people get involved in the reading or filter the information so much that it's coming from them and not allowing spirit to have their say. They're making it personal. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and a lot of people too, this is a mega no-no. When I teach, whoo, this is a big no-no. <laughs> and when I was a student, I was taught the same. Do not, do not, do not, do not ever tell the client what they want to hear. They are paying you afterwards. I that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a whole other Pandora. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> but essentially, they're paying you after. And they're paying you because they want answers. Yes. They're not paying you to give them fluff. They're not paying you to, um, you know, to do the there, there. Yeah. Everything will <laughs> be okay. their ego, right? You know, it, it's, it's not what it's about. They're coming to you because they feel that you have that connection. Correct. That draw to that client. That client was drawn to you for some reason. There's no such thing as coincidences. There is a reason why certain people cross your path. They have come to you for you to do a service with your higher self. Yep, exactly. That's what it's about, first and foremost. I've let people go that that found out they didn't have enough money or couldn't. Um, they were desperate to meet with me, and then they asked about my price, and I'll say, you know what? What's the problem? Let's set up half an hour. But I can't. Don't worry about it. Just, or we've done business exchange. Yeah. 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 Well. Bartering is so, a great thing. Oh yeah. It, one, yeah. One, it just when you were talking about that, like telling them what they need to hear and what spirit wants them to hear versus what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. And I remember this and I had, I had a, a beautiful friend refer a family member to me and yes. I gave her a reading and she goes, she was not happy with some of the things that you told her. And I said, okay. And but guess what? She has come back multiple times because oh, yes. what they have told her has been accurate. So she's come back and Did referred people. But initially I was like, ooh, 
well, she needed to hear it. This is what they wanted. So Dawn says, I'm so glad both of you are on my journey of this place called life. Us as well, Aww. Dawn, we love you. Noelle says, um, I say what spirit says, and it's not for me to judge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Dawn says, I always say it's not what you want to hear. It's what you need. The other side mm -hmm. knows them more than they know themselves. <laughs> ah, yes, they have that different perspective, right? And so um, it's just our job to pass that information along. We and are just the telephone. <laughs> yep. You know, and I think one thing, you know, we talked about that as, as integrity, but this is also about standing in your truth and being yes. your authentic self. And yes. You know, I, most people, not all, but most mediums, most intuitives have gone through and had similar stories of not accepting this aspect of themselves, struggling through mm -hmm. it till they finally start to accept mm -hmm. who they are at their core. Yes. And then after they kind of like, you know, clear out all that past stuff, then they begin, begin this level of contentment with who they yes. are, with, um, every aspect of themselves that self-love then starts to take over and you know no longer are they seeking that approval from others it's really going more within mm -hmm. and what i've seen is the more we connect with the divine the more we work on those intuitive muscles and build that connection with the divine mm -hmm. um that helps the contentment the peace and really anchoring your authentic self in the Absolutely. best possible way ever i think that's I think I've seen that in so many people. I know personally, that's kind of how I've evolved. A lot of people that are on this um, live tonight had similar stories as well. Well, you and I were talking about it earlier where, you know, we we did certain a certain lifestyle to be the professional, to like I was corporate. I, I was corporate head office downtown Toronto doing the hour and a half trek through rush hour one way hour and a half back for a seven and a half, eight hour job, plus overtime that wasn't paid for. And um, it was in the cellular business and it was go, 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 cut throat, rush, rush, um, personalities, personal life, um, how you're feeling physically or emotionally, your stress that day did not count, just plug it out. And I gave my first message at six and a half years old. Wow. And all my life, I was told, stop it. Mm, me too. Um, I was also told by somebody, people like you need to be locked up. <laughs> I was also what? told when you keep telling these stories, nobody's going to believe you when you tell the truth. Yeah. They're not going to know when you're telling the truth. And more and more and more, my abilities came to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And then going through a very emotional experience in my life, um, which was very stressful. And it seems like all mediums go through a couple mega crises in their life yep. that shakes them to their core. Yep. That spiritual awakening happened. Oh, then. bam. <laughs> Let me tell you. Awakening? I was knocked on my tush. Let me tell you. I, I mean, it hurt to sit for a few days. And... So I, um, I sat back and I told my husband, actually, when we were serious in our relationship, I said, okay, 
Well, actually, we were just married. I, I lied. We were just married. And I said, there's something I need to tell you about me that I don't tell too many people. And please promise me that you won't judge me right away. Um, please give me the chance to finish talking. And then tell me what you think. He goes, oh, okay, I'm ready. And I basically said, I, I talk to dead people. I see spirits. I, and he said, and where's the problem? Nice. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, I was the one that had to sit back and go, well, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. And then he said, that's a gift. You need to learn something about it. You need to learn what you can do with that. And I've never looked back. Nice. nice. Never, never look back and embrace the spirituality. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like we were talking earlier, I could not go back to corporate. No. There's, there's no way, but you know, there are, as you know, we're talking about authenticity and that there's a lot of mediums who are not who they are when they're at home. There's this persona, there's this thing and sure, I don't wear my makeup to bed, right. <laughs> but I am the way I am. And when I go, I want to be known as the medium that sat with their dogs on the porch and had a cup of tea. <laughs> and, well, you totally are known for that now. So that's and, great. <laughs> I mean, I sit, I have right. here at home, even I have a camping chair. Not a fancy chair. I want a camping chair, man, with that hole for the cup in it. Nice and cold, my mom. That's right. My protein shake and watch cars go by and have my dogs with me. And and I'm always bare feet. I'm bare feet right now. And um, but that's me. It's me. And that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get me. You're gonna get somebody that when they give you a reading, they're gonna be bare feet. That's me. They're just saying, might not be wearing makeup, might be wearing makeup. It depends what day you get me on. But I'm being me. Right. I'm Your not full, creating an Your full authentic self. And yeah. I love the story. I mean, we had very similar paths. Same thing. I was told I got punished if I gave message and I got in a lot of trouble. And I was yep. told they were going to take me away and lock me up and experiment yes. with me. Me too. <laughs> and that was school. like my biggest fear. So I was told reform school. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, so similar things, but so look at all that trauma that we all had yeah, to work through. Yeah. And, you know, part of that was finding our authentic self and it's a process. And so even if you are a medium and, you know, I saw my first full blown angel, I was three years old and I remember it like it was yesterday. And, but you can't, I used to, I used to tell people that I was getting close to, I'd be like, yeah, I had this, like, I would just give them a little nibble to see if they were, if I, before I unloaded everything and if they didn't, if they ran or they judged, I'd be like, okay, well, you know, I just told them one little thing. I never told them I saw spirit. I hear things. I'd see things moving, the little stuff like paranormal stuff. You're hearing I, things? You're seeing things? <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I think that's just part of the journey and yes. there's no right or wrong. And, you know, so we all come in intuitive and we all come yeah. in at different levels of that based on so many things, so many things come into play of where we start, but everybody has the capacity to do it and Absolutely. not everybody is going to, and that's not everybody's path, but everybody's path is 
to walk towards yourself more and more. You walk towards yes. your authentic self. However that looks, not everybody's meant to be a medium and you don't have to be and that's perfectly fine. Nope. But learning who you are at your core, your mm -hmm. triggers, your remembering your connection with divine. And yes. I use that term, you can say God, you can say spirit, you can say Absolutely. whatever term that you that you wish there. Um, I use big dude. <laughs> Love what is the goodness? So in some of my, um, I don't know why, there's been times when I've been inspired and like a lot of the lectures um, I give are spirit inspired. I, I do not write my lectures anymore. I do not research them. I just, um, yeah. okay, dude, you're on. Yep. And some people, you know, they go, well, how do you refer to God? And I've said, dude, you know, it's him. You know, she knows it's her, do that, whoever it is, <laughs> do your thing. Give well, it to me, I'm ready. When we are in that space so much, I don't realize when I'm not in that space. Like I literally just had my sister, I, like we had a conversation and she goes, well, you told me that. I said, I had no idea. Yeah, I said, really? listen, if I'm telling you something, it's probably them. <laughs> I said, you might want to pay attention. I told her her husband had COVID. She goes, he's perfectly healthy. I said, I don't remember this conversation. And then like, like not even a week later, he came up positive for COVID. <laughs> and I just said, I, but I don't remember it. So, you know, like it just, they just come through us yeah. so much. Marisha says that her spiritual awakening started with a with a bad headache. <laughs> Noelle said it's more like a knockout. <laughs> Dawn said, I was lucky my dad understood me and my mom was so fearful of it. Yeah, and it tends to kind of be that way that, you know, if they don't understand it, it's really hard. And just think about it. Like mm -hmm. if we anybody here that has children, they're even more elevated in so yep. many ways. And mm -hmm. so it's just a it's a learning curve there. And Noelle says, yeah, oh yeah, me hearing spirits got me labeled for schizophrenia, but only by uneducated family members. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know exactly, you know what? It's crazy because, it's crazy, I'm talking about crazy and we're talking about, <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, I have to say, just to let you guys know that I am not a polished diamond. I'm just saying, there might be a few little scratches and chips and things in it, but that's just who I am. So that's what makes you perfect. That's what makes you you. And we love you. I love it. But you know something? I honestly feel that when you've had those experiences and you embrace truly who you are and you stand in your truth, authentically who you are and don't give a tickety boo about what anybody else thinks or says that essentially is standing in your truth claiming your identity being authentic not only to the people around you but to yourself and really if they don't like it Mm -hmm. See you later. We have had, I have had many mediums. I know I'm sure you have had to do the uh, friendship cleanse every few years. Um, yeah. Because you just don't need that energy. You don't need that um, cuckadoo put into your ear. And so, you know what? See you later. Yep. And you nice send them with love you. and light. Yep. Thank you for your input on my journey, but I think it's time you take the right fork. I'll keep going on the left. Or I'll make um, my own. 
right? Right. <laughs> Usually me. <laughs> Sarah says, how do you explain this to religious people? Well, oh, that's a great question. So I'll give you my thought and then Tim, you your thought. <laughs> so here's what I would tell you. And, you know, that spunky part of me wants to say something, but I'm going to stay. <laughs> Because it's really nobody's business. But if you really are trying to, you don't have to validate this to anybody else. You don't need them to validate it. So what I would say is I have my connection with God. And I listen and I'm receiving information. I go through prayer. If you want to use that verb, it's the verbiage you use that makes them comfortable or uncomfortable. But essentially, it's the same thing. They have their connection. It's through prayer. It's through intention. It's through meditation. It's through communication. Mm -hmm. it's, it's all of the same thing, right? So you might have to change the verbiage to explain this to them and say, oh, I'm very well connected with God, mm -hmm. Jesus, the angels, all the teachers, well, you might not want to say that to some religious people, depending on what religion you're talking to. You use their verbiage. The you might have to use their verbiage to explain that um, yeah. you're connected with source and yeah. that you will take it up with the big man yourself. You're going to go straight in. You know, I, oh, when I was young, so. I was an interesting <laughs> child. Shocker, I know. But um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when I was young, I was in sixth grade and my best friend killed himself uh -huh. with a shotgun. And that sparked a huge undertaking for me because at the time I was raised Lutheran. And when that happened, I went to our pastor and I had questions that mm -hmm. I didn't get a satisfactory answer. And mm -hmm. so from then I went to the adult section in the library and I began to read on various religions. And I was dead set to get some answers that made sense to what I truly felt within me. Now, mind you, what sixth grade, what are you, 10? And I was hell bent on getting the answers. So I was lucky enough to have a family that had every single person, all of the siblings were from different, they all left the Lutheran and went to various religions. Amazing. So I got to go and I had friends that were all different religions. So I spent time in the Catholic church. I went to uh, a Buddhist church. I went to Jehovah Witness, Methodist, Baptist. Oh yeah, that Baptist was fun. And I went to a lot of different interesting, uh, but it was very interesting. And from my research through books and through study, there's so many, I found there was so many common things and mm -hmm. I didn't think any of them had the right answer. They all, they all had parts of it, but nothing mm -hmm. completely resonated and nothing ever did again until I found the spiritualist church mm -hmm. and that, and then when I really started connecting with who I was, that was what made the answers for me and everything kind of come together. But that's my personal story. But yeah, at a very young age, I began to go, hmm, challenging mm -hmm. them just mm -hmm. to see where, where it was going to go. And I was open-minded about it, but I challenged it um, because it didn't, you know, like when you get advice, you're like, yeah, okay, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yep. And you just move on, yep. and you, you know, yeah. So yep. part of that was my journey of my authentic self, right? 
And again, it's a long process. I'm 51. It took me many years to kind of hit where I felt comfortable through those things. And partly how we become our authentic self, I think, is through doing the things we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, Tamarishka, that spirit inspired, whether it's a conversation, whether it's mm-hmm. um, reading a book or writing a book mm-hmm. or any creative projects or anything like that, that inspires you and gets your juices flowing, that yeah. helps you connect more with your intuition. Sure. And then it just works. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that helps. And one thing that I love about you, Tamarishka, you and I, we share that same humor about ourselves, about our <laughs> lives, about our bodies. Like you just become like, you just find humor in this human experience. And oh my God. If you don't laugh. You're going to go crazy for God's <laughs> sakes. I mean, you know what? You <sighs> that's a whole yeah um (laughs) so if you can't laugh at things and there's actually a course that i we're going to talk about this later but there is a course that i've been playing around the idea of i'll go right ahead and talk about it i'm so excited about this it's a it's a course on turning negatives into positives and laughter nice so I've been doing research and I don't know why spirit has, okay, we're talking about humor here. My spirit guides are just warped and <laughs> I'm good. I'm glad it's not just mine. Oh my God. <laughs> they come out with the most bizarre bing ideas. And I'm like, where did that come? Like, never mind out from left side. It came out from out there and it just, it came in and I heard laughter, teach laughter. And so um, I'm in um, the process, as you know, of writing a, um, a number of healing programs. And so <laughs> on top of everything else that I've been writing the last while, um, I apparently, according to Spirit, I'm going to be writing a course on positive affirmation and laughter. Yay, so, yeah, it. so now I'm committed, right? Because I know. <laughs> Maybe this is why they said and brought it up. I do. Yeah. <laughs> God, you just one more thing, right? On top of that. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. So oh, my experience, um, I actually um, am Jewish. And um, I was raised religious reform. Religious Reformed Jewish is comparable to being United Church Christian. How about that? In, in comparison. And Orthodox is like Catholic. And then you have Hasidic, which could be like very Catholic. <laughs> okay. And so I grew up Reformed. And um, over time became more religious. Um, left it because, um, in a short story, (laughs) my mother wanted to arrange a marriage for me. Um, and there was a lot of other stuff going on and I decided, nope, I'm hightailing it out of here for those mountains. So I, um, left home at 16 and never went back. And, um... What happened was um, 
I, in time I married and um, I actually raised my kids in the church, in the United Church. As I matured in life, I just, I had missed my culture because Judaism isn't just a religion. It's a culture. It's a way of living. It's, it's, it's very life involved. Mm -hmm. And I went to the minister in the church that I was going to. And he said, honey, it doesn't matter how much you pray and how many church services you go to. Whether you go to the Catholic Church and say Hail Marys, or whether you're here, you will always be a Jew. You will always be one of the people. He said, your mother was not your religion, and you have to learn to separate the two. And I thought, ooh, okay, that's from a Christian minister. Okay, so as I matured and life went on, I started to, to explore my way back. And over time, I became very practicing. Only two years ago, I stopped keeping kosher. Just two years ago. Um, kept kosher until then. Um... I used to have my hair covered. I used to wear a wig. I used to um, always have, you know, clothing past my elbows, down my wrists, skirts down to my ankles um, with the heavy tights and everything on. But couldn't say who I was, what I did. But as long as everything looked okay, mm. everything was just great. So... I decided with my husband's support in pursuing authentically and truthfully who I was, mm -hmm. realized I cannot lie in hiding anymore because mm -hmm. God gave this to me. God doesn't make mistakes. Wow. Huge leap. That's awesome. God doesn't make mistakes. Nope. And there was a reason why that big dude gave me this. <laughs> so I think it's time for me to reassess what I need to do to have my own relationship with the dude. It didn't mean I had to cover my hair. It didn't mean I had to keep kosher. It didn't mean that I had to say all the different prayers and and benching and everything else and all the all the stuff what it meant was me accepting the work that god made when he made me mm -hmm. as i am accepting that gift from god yeah. embracing who i was and am and realizing he's my father and or my mother I should be having the relationship with them and not the person in that house who's telling me how I should live. I should be going to the boss. <laughs> exactly. So I ended up establishing my own relationship. I started pursuing spiritualism. I became a spiritualist, an ordained spiritualist minister. I'm ordained in New York as well as Ontario. Um, founder of a church in Ontario who has 
Yay! Survived COVID online. Um, and yeah, that was the venture. Let me tell you. Um, and we are a recognized registered church in Ontario. Awesome. Um, and um, I have my own communicating relationship with them. Dude and do that. And you know something? I've had people throw the Bible at verses at me. I have had people say to my husband that they they have to tell him how to save me. Oh jeez. Well that's I a need, reflection of them, not you. I need to be saved. God, if, if it means that's being saved, then please don't save me. I'd rather burn. Don't don't just, quite honestly, just don't save me. Um it's not their job. It's not their job. It's not their yeah, job. So don't job. volunteer, you know? It's yes. just, yeah. So I um through my journey becoming a spiritualist minister, and you went to the same school as me. How many passages are there in the Bible of mediumship? Oh yeah. Of healing. Mm -hmm. You know. Jesus, and I am Jewish, Jesus existed. For sure. I'm not going to do the la, 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 la. Right. The guy was here. The guy did his spiel. But mm -hmm. you know what? The word rabbi in Hebrew means teacher. <laughs> what did Jesus do? He, was a teacher. he taught the gospel. What did Jesus do? He he displayed and showed healing. Mm -hmm. Yep. What and hands-on healing for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> and what else did he do? He taught to the brotherhood of man. Forgive me for the word brotherhood, but that is a principle in spiritualism or humankind. Okay, for those folks that may be upset with me right now. Um, he taught to humankind who could not afford an education. Who could not read or write. So he spoke in parables so that they would understand and be able to absorb the logic and the stories of what he taught. Mm -hmm. So anybody can throw religion at me. I have lived Judaism. I... I tasted Catholicism. I lived um, in, as as a united in a united marriage for fifteen years, where I was not only in the choir and a congregant, but also church secretary and on multiple boards. And I went back to my Judaism. Spiritualism brought them all together. It truly did, and that's where my religion stands. Mine as well. <laughs> Mine as well. And you know, it's just it's just a beautiful journey that we can set aside our own hardwired perspective and try on a different perspective to see if it really fits. You know, I think that's the flexibility of learning mm -hmm. about yourself. And yes. I call it the I wonder game. I wonder what it's like to really walk in these shoes. I wonder what it's like to do this. And, and when you can have that childlike wonder about heavy stuff like religion and about, you know, every aspect of who you are or who you think you are. And, um, you know, remember that we 
are divine beings, but we're, we're imperfect in human form. And that that's the beauty of it. And that we can find that, um, sense of, of grace. And that might be a far stretch, but we're trying to find that sense of grace about this experience right? Yes. and what we go through. And, you know, I think one of the most important things about, um, really embracing your authentic self is, um, allowing yourself to experience mm -hmm. all aspects of yourself, mm -hmm. you know, like earlier, I loved how you were like, you know, I might not be that shiny diamond. I got some imperfectionist. Absolutely. And that's what makes it beautiful. We all do. That's all of us. Absolutely. And if, you think, if you think or you are a high polished diamond with no inclusions and there's no nothing, no. maybe you need to sit with that a little bit because we all have it going on. And, yep. but that's, that's okay. That's what we're here to do, right? We're here for our growth. And like you said earlier, live proudly who you are. Absolutely. You have to embrace and really find, you know, like I tell this story all the time. Like I could be the zenest person. I go through my morning routine, my affirmations, my meditation, my exercise. I will be like feeling amazing. And then that drive into work, like oh, out the window. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, you need to calm down. It is not that serious. You're just driving into work. Like, it's okay that they drive five miles an hour. Just, just breathe. You know, like I have to talk myself off the ledge. I'm oh, being nice. I'm trying to push them. Just let me them. I'm <laughs> helping. I'm helping. You know, before I used to get so twisted and bent driving behind these people. And I always like, I'm just trying to find a sense of humor in it and go, okay, maybe there's a reason why God put them in front of me today because maybe there's a cop up here and they're going to save me a ticket. Or maybe they're stopping you from colliding with that car that could be going through the red light. Correct. So many things we don't know that they're trying. And I, and now I'm just like, spirit, can you just take care of whatever's up there and just let me go? <laughs> you know? Like it's an ongoing negotiation, but I go from that beautiful like, and, and I laugh about this, but it, it truly is something I'm trying to work on, but it's been a torturous long journey. <laughs> Oh and I will laugh so hard, like certain music, all of a sudden I look down, I'm like, oh boy, you're going fast and you're just like, <laughs> so, you know, you gotta, you gotta check yourself frequently throughout the day because, oh yeah, but I accept that's who I am in this moment. I'm hoping that that changes and I'm working on that growth, but you have to accept and embrace all the insanity and all the craziness that we go through, right? Absolutely. Oh, they were talking about you have an awesome life partner who's supportive and loving. They just love that. And it is Aww. awesome. Yeah, very, very blessed. And, you know, people come, you know, this is another thing that helps affirm yes. um, spirit in in these, you know, they talk about um, earth angels walking the earth and they help oh, us, yes. right? Like every one of you, I want to, I want you to think back through your life. And mm -hmm. think about the people that came in your life at mm -hmm. just the right moment, just when things were bleakest or mm -hmm. when you really needed a supporting hand or when you needed anything. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. this person came in, like you're talking about your husband, you know, you were just getting in and you needed somebody to accept you for who you were. And that was part yeah. of your shift and part mm -hmm. of your, your solidifying your awakening. You needed that extra oomph. And 
I think all of us have had multiple. I know I have been blessed, man. I look back on my life as insane as it was. And I'm like, wow, like you really put so many people in my path that mm -hmm. just helped in the most unique, crazy ways. And some people came in, they helped with one thing. I never met them before and they moved right on. Other people yeah. have been hanging around and we've been helping each other. And it's just so diverse and so beautiful. But that's, that was part of me accepting my role in other people's lives. That's right. And, you know, when I had my near death, I saw a blip of that. And I'm telling you, oh, I just got chills. They showed me a little blip of every single thing you say or you do, how it can help people generations from now. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, that's just mind blowing, right? To think that that really happens. And, but it happens in a positive and a negative, if you yes. will. <laughs> it happens on both sides. So it yes. sparks people, it triggers people, it helps other people on their path to heal. It yep. help, you know, other people's stuff helps you to heal. I mean, it's just absolutely mind blowing how interconnected it all is and how purposefully orchestrated it is to help us all. You know, there was a time when, um, when I was homeless and I lived on the streets and, um, I literally knocked on doors of people that I may have said hello to once, seen them on the street, whatever, and go to their house and say, I have nowhere to go tonight. You won't believe like the kindness there are in people that far outshines the many that wouldn't do it. Open their door, gave me somewhere to sleep fed me, put money in my pocket, gave me a toothbrush until I, when I left home and I, it, this would be a whole other like three hour conversation. Um, it was because of abuse that I left home and, um, I had no choice. And the people who crossed my path, the people who helped me, that is why I do some of the things that I do that I don't tell people about is because Absolutely. others did it for me and it's my turn. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I notice in my life, I get a lot of slack. Well, maybe in, more in the past of why would you be doing that? Why would you go to a shelter? Why would you drag your child to a shelter to serve Thanksgiving dinner or why would you do this or why would you do that for somebody you don't even know these people and I'm like because I felt called to do it like, we did it we did yeah. it with our you yeah, help me when I needed and I I pay it forward because mm -hmm. you never know on a split second dime when you're gonna need something and you so got I pay it. that forward anytime yeah so I think for a big takeaway tonight is really when we're talking about standing in your truth is you know, one, accept who you are right now. Mm -hmm. Warts and all, as the saying, as the saying goes, warts and all for yep. all of your imperfections. Absolutely. Embrace that. Um, really, truly acknowledge the pot. If you know, like I'm a Virgo, we go positive pros and cons list. Acknowledge it all and define that. Define yes. that for yourself. If there's something you acknowledge, like me and my driving, <laughs> you know, um, Okay, I want to change that. I don't want that to define me. 
that I was a crazy erratic driver when I'm behind someone that's slow. I don't want that. So I'm working on changing that and finding a different piece. So identify these things so that you can change it and then live you proudly, boldly, embrace who you are and shine that light. You got it. Course. That is what we're here to do. That yes. is what spirit really wants us to do because we all have unique gifts. We all are here to be doing different things. Mm -hmm. And until you can walk in your own truth, you're not truly present for other people, right? You're not there for yourself either. Correct. Correct. And oh, you're, the, you're the one that you have to lay your head down for at night. And you're the one that has the first one to look at you in the morning. And if you can't do that with peace in your heart and in your mind, then you're not doing something right. Jocelyn says, Michelle knows about that all too well. Spirit loves to give her writing projects. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> and Dawn says, be true to yourself and forgive yourself. Often yes. know you are loved. Absolutely. Forgiveness is huge. Yep. That's uh, is one of my healing programs, actually. Awesome. And there is a full class just on Ho'oponopono. Nice, nice. That's so please, class. Yep. So guys, if you want to learn more about Tamarishka and all the amazing work that she's doing, please, I'm going to post in here her website. And Tamarishka, please tell us about all of the awesome things coming up. I'm so Ooh. excited for you. There's just so much powerful healing. I mean, besides you're, you're an amazing medium and you do that work. Please tell us in your words. Okay, so <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this like I'm really saying this now. Um, so it's official. Um, January 4th, my international school goes live um, with my first one-year healing certification program. Nice. My school is called the Academy for Spiritual Development. We also call it TASD, which is kind of funny because, I mean, I just love the Tasmanian devil. So... <laughs> I just thought, you know, how appropriate, Taz, yeah. And um, nice. and also we thought with the T-A-S-D, it could also be Tamarishka's Academy for Spiritual Development. So we nice. kind of did that little play. Um, November, we are offering four free workshops, free, free books, 90-minute classes um, to give you a taste of what um, – what you may experience and learn like just a skim in some of the healing programs we're offering i am also offering a self-healing program nice which is geared solely to self-care to self-authenticity nice. to being truly who you are um spiritual care spiritual routine um, meditation, different ways to meditate. Um, we also um, are uploading, as as I was talking to you today, um, the mediumship programs. I'm also offering like evidence from beginners learning to see your first spirit or experience your first spirit communication to um, what's evidence, why get it, how to get it, to yes. which something you said, which was, um, you know, let me step in your shoes. I call it seeing through your eyes. Show me through your eyes exercise. And it's a whole process. And you learn how to see what spirit would see as a form of evidence. 
Um, I also have a class that's called Let's Play With Some Toys because <laughs> we also are going to teach psychic as well because nice. there is a difference between psychic and mediumship. Yep. And that is a four-day um, class where we do toys, toys, and toys, or tools of the trade. And we cover different kinds of scrying, pendulum psychometry, writing, colors, um, nice. symbols, numbers, letters. Um, we do um, flame scrying, crystal ball, water, um, scrying tea, may do tea leaf reading, um, like dot, 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 dot. And we are all getting this together. Nice. I'm so excited. I'm telling you, it's like January, like January is the drop dead day, excuse the term, drop dead day for um for the one year, but everything literally starts in November. So we're yeah. Yeah, you do not want to miss this. If you guys are interested <laughs> in taking your practice to the next level, you definitely want to check out her free classes and see what resonates with you. And if the school and you're ready to jump forward, it's going to be an awesome thing. So I am so excited for you. We're also <laughs> going to be offering, it's coming up, not this year, like not 2022, but the next, we're going to be offering mediumship certification yes. and psychic certification as well. Oh, nice. Psychic yeah. certification as well. So for those of you that aren't yeah. interested in seeing spirit and working with spirit um, or loved ones from the other side, I should say, yeah. we still work with spirit even when we're doing psychic. That's um, right. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yay. Yeah. That's a great way in to still build your intuitive muscles, right? You know what, even if, and I, and I teach this in a lot of my courses, is you do not have to take this to be professional. That's why I created that self-healing program. Because if you don't take care of yourself first, you have nothing left for anybody else, never mind clients and family. Take care of yourself first, even if you just use this for your life, your exactly. lifestyle. And that's what I tell people. It's mm -hmm. not, even when in my uh, intuitive development classes, it's not about walking out and being a medium. No. It is about learning to build those muscles so that you're hearing your spirit team yes. for your daily life. I yes. mean, I can't tell you how many times just hearing them say, don't go that way. And you're like, okay. And you go another way and you find out that you missed an accident. I that's mean, right. Just the simplest things, you know, yep. just it's amazing when you open up to this how magical it really is and how they help you in your daily life so, exactly yeah that is worth it alone the, whether um, or not you become a, a, a professional the certification programs um they're not easy um i will admit that um i had some pretty tough teachers my last one was the toughest and um i expect the same from our students yep um they have code of ethics professionalism and code of conduct exam every three years and every five years they are retested for their certification nice. good and if any conduct that they have agreed to professionalism or code of ethics are broken certification is removed so there is a lot of um a lot of accountability mm -hmm. 
there is a lot of responsibility and that the programs we teach are not just, oh, let's take another program. Right. It's there's there's a commitment for the one years, especially there's a commitment. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. and rightfully so. I mean, if you're doing this professionally, mm -hmm. then absolutely there needs to be an accountability and not everybody has that same level of integrity. That's about the best, nicest way I can put that. And so some people need that kind of regulation. And um, for those of us that are on this path for a healing journey uh, for ourselves and for the, everyone that we are um, interacting with, we're doing mm -hmm. the work on a daily. And I love that, that you're holding accountability because if you're not doing this work daily and you're, it's not a part of who you are and a part mm -hmm. of your walk, um, it's just anything else. Those muscles, yeah. if you're not using them and continuing, continually developing them, mm -hmm. um, you're not going forward and you become right. stagnant and that's never good in any aspect of life as much as we as much as we want that sometimes can i just have that everything still and peaceful it's not what it's about yeah and especially when you're working you know i don't know about you but as much as i know and as much as i as i've experienced in 51 years i feel like it's a blip on the out of I'm the so whole right. ocean you yeah. know and so there's so much to learn always and every reading is unique in its own right and it's new in its own energy and you learn something just every single time Absolutely. Um, and it strengthens your connection and helps you more you know absolutely with, with every time so i love that and i think that it is just it's just so exciting absolutely phenomenal you guys can go to her website tamarishka.com and all of the information about her classes the upcoming school um, you can book a reading you can do whatever learn everything that uh, she has coming up with news and events are all on her website and you can book your reading through there as well yep school. through the contact Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure spending this time with you. And thank, thank you. you all for joining us. Um, it has been just an absolute pleasure. And I wish you all the best and so much success coming forward. Oh, you're so welcome. It was an absolutely wonderful hour, Dawn. Thank you so much. And you all take care. Namaste. Bye. Mwah.